0: Thank you so much for tuning in to She's All Over the Place with Kiriaki. That's me. Ho, ho, ho. Happy holidays. Well, we have come to the end of season five. Wow. As you may know, I normally do 22 to 24 episodes a season. This season, we went all year, started in January and went right into the end of December. So I'm in deep gratitude to all of my loyal listeners because of you, we're in the top 2% out of 4 million podcasts and going strong and uh, yeah, so we're wrapping up season five here and gonna take a little rest and then we'll come back with season six, Stronger Than Ever. As you may or may not know every season is normally themed so season five was about reciprocating energy making sure everything I put out also comes back full circle so I was really focusing on my actor voiceovers being an artist and uh, having casting directors on directors producers anyone to add value and share their struggles and experiences and how they pivoted through evolution from their circumstances. Anywhere in the world. I'm really proud and very excited with the season. I feel very full. I hope you do as well. Make sure you go and look at some of the episodes if you missed any with Sarah Jane Sherman on. She was the head casting director at Disney. She casts Animaniacs with uh, Steven Spielberg and she casts a bunch of projects on uh, Netflix, Cartoon Network, and the list goes on. She's independent now and stronger than ever. Great lady. And uh, we have some executive producers on the show, um, film producers, amazing casting directors. So just the titles are pretty clear with uh, the topic. So uh, make sure you binge a bunch of episodes. And if you hear something that inspires you and you think of a friend or a family member, make sure you share it with them too. It's free. You know, that's the cool thing about audiobooks and podcasts because they're free it's just the number one important thing is our attention and what we focus on and you know we only can focus on one thing at a time so I really appreciate you being here with me and sharing this journey with me yeah wrapping up season five uh, I have some very exciting news to share with you (laughs) talking about you know what we focus on and reciprocating the energy and you know focusing on the entrepreneur the artist the actor we're on strike for for 118 days and during that time I you know put together the rest of my team for TV and film on screen and I took a break from on screen for a decade I cannot believe it was a decade I had no idea when I took time off screen because I knew I was taking time off i didn't know what the journey was going to be like I didn't know how long it was going to be and I was so lost it was like a labyrinth and I didn't know how I was going to ever get back but I had deep faith in knowing and even when lost I got back on the tracks and I'm so grateful because I can take everything that I learned and apply it to the craft of acting the up the down the in between you know I had this um stunt in my career where, you know, in Hollywood, oh, you look too young or you know, this series is going to go. We don't know if you're going to age well or you have to match the mom or the dad and, you know, around the cast and through evolution and with diversity, you know, you don't you don't have to have a perfect all-American family and matching everyone with their eyes and their hair and things have become uh, more liberated in such a way. So uh, that's really exciting, but I, I was in an area where I was frustrated with my acting because, you know, of my age and casting types. And, you know, I want to say I stopped myself myself and i thought i had to go on this journey but also there's a deep knowing right so it is what it is i got through the eye of the storm and i knew i would just be able to take all that i learned and apply it to my craft and be really authentic with my acting because when we're watching a movie a tv show any program the audience knows they can Feel your life of what's going on. And so I've had a lot of experience. I learned a lot with different neuroscientists, behavioral scientists, exploring my emotions and, you know, my um, habits and things I was attached to, and just all these different experiences that, you know, I've shared throughout the season and, and on the show in all of the seasons. So make sure you listen to those episodes. And if you want to know um, anything in particular, you can always um Message me on any social media platforms. You can reach out to me through my website, chinakas.com, in the contact area or any social media platform and they're in the show notes. And if there's a specific topic and or a guest that you would like for me to have on and reach out to, let me know. And I can do that for you. I look forward to it. So the strike ended. I got a great manager. And my team for on screen. they're all women. Really strong, powerful women. And my manager, she's actually in Australia, super international, which is great because I'm a bird. I fly all over the place. So I need someone who's more open-minded and she definitely is. Yeah, the strike ended. And I made an Instagram video, like, you know, first audition, we're back in the game and a lot of energy and I know how to channel it. And my fifth audition, 30 days later, after the strike ends, I get a call and I booked on a TV series, a day player role in an episode. And I signed an NDA, so I cannot share which episode, which TV show it is yet, but it is on a network series And so I'm back on the map. I'm so excited. I'm so proud. And I'm just getting started. I want to say this is like my third time getting really close in the first two times. You know, building the energy and the momentum. I Then I spiral out and I run and I get distracted and I go all over the place. But this time I've had a lot of life experience and I've explored and tried a lot of things that I wanted to so I won't have regret later on. And that was my personal choice. But this time, I'm not even gonna stop myself. No one's gonna stop me, not even me. So I did some self-sabotaging before. That was a hurdle and a journey one grows through. But this third time around, I've done it twice. I'm gonna go for it again. And this time, I'm gonna go all the way. And like I said, nothing's gonna stop me. Not even me this time. (laughs) So... Uh, I'm excited for you to be on my journey with me. Yeah, so uh, season six, we're going to just dive deeper into being an artist and that journey and being more vulnerable. In the past, I've had a lot of guests on my show and I am, but I'm going to focus on doing more solo episodes because it's kind of intimidating. It's a little bit of a F E A R fear that I have. So I want to tackle it on by showing up solo and being more vulnerable. I think those things that I'm going to be dealing with and facing will only make me stronger and more powerful and know how to utilize my voice even more. And so I hope that is a ripple effect for you in your life, for you to take applied action to do the same. Yeah. So, okay, now I would like to dive a bit deeper into what I was saying about the momentum as an actor for your craft. And I think this applies to multiple principles in life. When one builds momentum and really goes after it, In the entertainment industry, although I have my resume in my list, I mean, you can see my reel on my website, my acting reel. So I don't have to, you know, have a list of like all the accolades and things I've done, but I have network credits with De Niro and Pacino and Nicolas Cage and working with the top 35 filmmaker in the world, Werner Herzog from Germany. He's great. You know, the struggle during the pandemic when I had this manager, it was very difficult for him To get me into the room because the feedback all the time was the casting directors were saying well what's her latest credit what has she done what's what's her latest credit that's the thing in the industry you need an updated network credit there were struggles there and there are some legendary casting directors who know my work and that brought me in because they like me and they're fans of my work so that was great but through the evolution of 10 years there's new casting directors that have come on you know into working on projects who didn't know me growing up who didn't know my work and so I'm not sure who they were but there were barriers of you know getting me certain opportunities and it's all about your team too so you know the quality of the choice of of who you select on your team and so it could have been you know a a mixture of a different couple things but you know first and foremost I needed an updated network credit to get me back on the map and it's always from my experience the most difficult to get that first one with anything once it's like once you're on the train track you. You know where to go. Once you're plugged in and, and you have the, the map and the direction, you can just follow the direction. And so I'm telling you, if you're an actor, that this is a secret sauce that I went through twice already, two times. And I knew booking this first role would be the most difficult. So I did it. I did it. My goal, I had a goal to book a network TV series by the end of the year. <laughs> and I did it. So having really deep focus and putting a timeline on it is really important. And then for some reason, you know, if you don't meet that timeline, you can give yourself a new timeline and kind of shapeshift if you need to move your hard stops around. But I did have a goal. I was really focused. I had my teams in place. I had new headshots. You know, I made choices to get me on that fine line to get a network series. So I end the year 2023. With a network credit, which means I go into 2024 back on the map. I am, I leave 2023 back on the map, but we're going into 2024 back on the map. So now the next step is this. So now when my agents and my manager pitch me to casting directors for projects that are upcoming, and they say, like, what's her recent credits? They'll say, oh, she's working on this X show. She's working on this network series. That illuminates... Exciting energy and it makes you more attainable, right? They're excited about it. So then you're booking this job, then you're going out for this job, and then you're booking this, and then you're in a hotel in Atlanta, and now you're on this project. And then it's like a domino effect and it just builds. Cause like I'm on a network show and the series is releasing in January. I don't know when it's going to air yet, my particular episode, but that doesn't matter. They just say she's on a series that's on a network and then that's like a green light, it's like a relief for them because then they can go to the director and producers and say, oh, this is a working actor. Okay, cool. And then I book another job and then they're pitching me again. Oh, what is she working on? Oh, she's working on this show and this movie. Oh, she just wrapped this TV show. Now she's in this town working on this movie. And then the energy keeps building like a snowball. So it's very exciting. I'm gonna quadruple down on my health you know having a workout routine which is so important and I grew up as a cross-country runner so short-term medium-term long-term goals with your physical body and then your mentality trust me I've been out of cross-country for a long time and I've been out of the loop with my physical body of working out where I loathed it and just made so many excuses and it was so hard mentally just to be physical so I had to replace it with different words and do different things even if it's going on a long walk and being in nature and you know dancing I love dancing so like I would be just be able to be in my spirit and dancing and moving my body and that would be my workout instead of like thinking like gym workout weights right so whatever it is for you the replacement word or the replacement thing as long as we're moving our energy like moving it around, right? I was doing really well. Actually, I was in LA and I was doing really well with dancing. And then I went to New York and I, I got out of my cycle and then it was Thanksgiving and then I was just like out of it. And then and even though I was like going and doing a really good job, like right now I'm in a position where I'm out of the pattern right now and it's it's, it's difficult and I, I'm sure you know exactly what I mean. So I'm really excited to make a commitment to go to the three-letter word that- <laughs> <laughs> that I've despised for so long, but it's super convenient. It's very close to where I am, J-Y-M, to go there, do my thing, and that will be my baseline to make sure I'm going there because it's convenient a couple times a week. And then that will breed other areas of me being physical with my body yoga dancing you know going to wherever it may be and exercising with a friend just being in action is really important I'm saying it to you because I'm also saying it to myself I'm really looking forward to uh, making this happen so I have this base and structure and routine that's good for my physical body which I know is also good for my mental well-being and I'm gonna just I have a great team in place I'm going to you know just offer audition and book more work and uh, keep the podcast going and growing. I've released some new music, as you know, Grateful. I created it the evening of Thanksgiving Eve and that is out now. I'm grateful for you. So I will definitely play it at the end of the episode. It is streaming on all platforms, wherever you listen to music. My baptismal name, Saint Kiriaki. It's Saint Kiriaki, K-Y-R-I-A-K-I. So definitely tune in to the music. But on New Year's Eve on the 31st, I'm releasing a banger. It's called Purple Haze. And I was like, hmm, I wonder who else has a song called Purple Haze. So I went to my Spotify and I looked it up. Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix has a song called Purple Haze. is that so cool? The track's actually, it's all EDM. I'm, I'm not doing poetry on it or anything. It's called Purple Haze, Bad AF. That's going to be, it's a banger. It's a total banger. So it's great for working out. It's a great way to end the year and bring in the new year. Really proud as a solo artist. You know, I went through my catalog and the first day of Paris Fashion Week release a Fashion Pop EP. Really proud because I then I released on my birthday two angels and then I released Grateful you know after Thanksgiving and then to end the year in December releasing uh, Purple Haze that AF and so um, I'm really really excited just to be releasing these tracks and staying true to my feelings as an artist and as a creative. I got this one program so I'm going to be playing with my vocals a lot more um, in 2024. I'm going to take A Lover's Fairy Tale the spoken word uh album that i created and i'm putting that together so i will be releasing that in january on all platforms so i'm really excited about that and then i'll have my whole back catalog out except for some beats that i've made but i plan on um recording some audio lyrics on some of them so some all releases solos with edms no lyrics but then some all you know i have s- so many things i've written and ideas for a uh, new catchy hooks and lyrics so I'm excited to uh, lay those down and and get in my studio in New York and just record and release a bunch of music and uh, yeah more exciting uh, artist things coming up I'll share with you in 2024. I would love to hear from you what are you creating what are you reading what are you listening to and uh, I don't know if you know this but Libby L-I-B-B-Y is an app through your public library you can download up to 30 audiobooks per month for free. I just listened to this book the Courage to be Disliked. It's uh, six hours, but it took me ugh, probably like 12 hours because I, I had to keep going back and listening to it. But there's great philosophies and different applied actions. I highly recommend The Courage to be Disliked for your uh, holiday listening and uh, going into 2024. So I had this one experience. I remember it was in um 2007 and I was around... Mark Wahlberg a few times and I remember the communication of the people around me and they were saying how Mark focuses on his acting projects that are director-led. I knew it was smart but I really didn't understand and get it Um, and I've thought about it here and there. I really get it now. I I really get it now. Recently I went into a Timothy Chalamet rabbit hole and I watched I think all of his films a Rainy Day in New York is my favorite. Wow. I love all Woody Allen's films, honestly. I, I just, they're always so kooky. I love the New York themes, the scenery, the storylines, the city, uh, the art, the culture of New York. But he does a great job, Timothy Chalamet, in that film. Yeah, I watched, I watched all his films. I'm in love. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> completely in in love now. I'm a big fan of his work. He's played such great, interesting characters. They're all so unique, Bones and all. The director, Luca. I read Timothy Chalamet was introduced to this Italian director, Luca, in 2013. And then five years later, uh, Call Me By Your Name, he just cast him. He didn't even audition on me, just cast him in the film. And then I went on to watch a couple of Luca's films. So I've been one after another watching actors for example Mia Goth I I like her acting a long time ago I read a quote someone saying that Johnny Depp's favorite director was this director from Denmark his name's Lars and I looked him up uh, he directed Nymphomaniacs. I love that movie. Blue is the Warmest Color. Love that movie. Uh, there's a Greek actor who plays the lead. It was like in 2013 because when I looked up Lars and I wanted to do short films before, but then I didn't understand like short films until until around 2013, 2014 because he did, I think, about eight shorts before he did his first full-length feature. And that's when I did Red Egg, my first short on the Red Epic. It was in 2014. It was be- because of Lars. I was really inspired by by him and his work. Finally, I watched Asteroid City, Wes Anderson's film, recently, and then uh, Saltburn. Emerald, she's an actor, but she she wrote and directed Young, promising woman, and and Saltburn. I saw it twice last night. I saw it with my sister. Uh, love, love the film yeah so these are some recommendations for you if you want to check out these films uh i finally saw the whale wow super beautiful and difficult to watch definitely a must see the whale and uh oh Oh my god, there's this one film and I found this actor uh recently, words written on the bathroom wall. So then I went to my IMDb Pro and I made a list cuz you can make lists and I never did it, but so I'm taking all these directors, Luca, Wes Anderson, Darren Aronofsky, I'm taking all these directors so that I can just hit the director list and then just watch all their films. And then I created an actor list as well with some of my favorite actors like Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> Mia Goth and just so I can watch their films. Um Dolly lands amazing. I don't know if it's out yet, but um, it's it's a great film. Yeah, so like I said, Nymphomaniacs is great. Blue is the warmest color. I don't know if you saw, it's a classic. Vicky Christie Barcelona with Penelope Cruz and Scarlett Johansson. Ugh, it's such a great film I would definitely see that one if you have any ideas or recommendations for me let me know you can contact me like I said on social media or just through my website definitely recommend some projects to me I'd appreciate that if you want any more recommendations let me know I'm here for you so the other day I watched six films in a row i'm like a maniac i just it was so cozy and wonderful i i I can't believe it i i never saw 10 things i hate about you it's like a classic film it was from 1999 heath ledger is the star of it and then there's all these actors that i know about and and now you know they've gone off to have different careers but wow the the casting on that film and such a beautiful film so if you, it's a, more of a light rom-com uh, and then the perks of being a wallflower. I actually read the script and I went out for one of the roles and w- the sophisticated all-star cast. If I would have booked that role, my career would have just been in a totally different place right now. But, you know, I was thinking about it. it it's tough. It, it's tough. And I, I was up for a lot of things. I, I booked a, a lot of roles. I didn't book a lot more rolls and it was tiring and i like you know like a like a pair of brakes you need you know you need to change the rotors you know it gets rusty and makes that noise and you just need fresh pads so you know i took time off for a lot of different reasons i am fueled back up now which is very exciting i just wonder like oh what if i would have kept going you know um but we can't we can't live that way because that's not life that's not how life is i you know i do wonder like some of these amazing roles like um Perks of being a wallflower and some of these other epic roles I went out for, it would have been a great break for me to help my career. That would have gave me momentum to keep going. But, you know, I'll be the first to admit to you, because I just admitted it and thought it was reflecting over the last few days after over the last week. I might have been broken, you know, like I might have, you had to like break in a horse, right? I, Think I was just like it broke me. The industry can do it, and I'm strong, and I come back, and I'm gonna keep growing and growing. But I, I definitely maybe had enough and and needed to take a break for you know multiple reasons. It is what it is. I'm gonna wrap it up here, and uh, I just wanted to say I honor you. I, I thank you so much. This has been so exciting, and I'm so proud that this theme of the season was all about acting and Hollywood. And uh, I was calling it Hollywood and NFTs, I think, at the beginning of the season. And I'm leaving you with a success story of one actor here in the world, back on the map. So this is the beginning. We're just getting started. It's going to be a journey. And I'm really excited. To share it with you. Yeah, just here to be vulnerable and share as much as possible. I hope I inspire you. And, uh, oh, my friend, there's a Basquiat exhibition here in LA. I saw in New York last year. It's amazing. So check it out online if you can go see the Basquiat exhibition. If it's touring to your city, definitely check it out. But my friend, Dr. Marcus Collins, who I've mentioned on the show, we're going to have him on uh, in 2024. He was speaking there not too long ago, last week. And he was with this... One person who I, I didn't know, but I went to his page and he did a post and it, it was like a quote from Basquiat saying that the best artists are the ones who inspire other people. And I love that because it resonates with me. It, it's what I do. It, it's, it's who I am. And from day one, I just I live to inspire and to be the ripple effect one person at a time. Yay. Cool. I'm going to play Grateful For You because I'm so grateful for you. And we're going to wrap out season five right now. And uh, we're going to come back in uh, 2024. So happy, happy new year. Take really good care. Stay healthy and safe. And we'll see you in 2024. Grateful. So, thank you so much for joining us we'll see you next time Kiriaki, over and out <laughs>